Hello and welcome. My name is Pastor Shane Britt, and it is such an honor to have you join our podcast today. I pray that you will find something uplifting and encouraging in the word you are about to hear. Also, please feel free to connect with us via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I'm so excited about what you're about to hear. Let's dive right into the Word of God. Good morning. It's a wonderful, wonderful day to be here, gathered with everybody this morning. Uh, just a, another day that we get to uh, to be in God's presence and just 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 worship with Him. So uh, go ahead and get started here. But before I get started, I just want to thank Pastor uh, for for giving me this opportunity to get to share God's Word and and uh, just. It's, I take it as a, as an honor and a privilege, you know, every time I get to come up here and, and share his word with, uh, with everyone here, and, uh, and let me, let me just get into it, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be coming from, from John 3, and, uh, we'll start right here, John chapter 3, verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, the same, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that, that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born whenever he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. But before I get, before I get into my message, just, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pray really, really quick. If you will, just pray with me. Lord, I just thank you, God. Thank you for this opportunity, God. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this the, this this opportunity to share your word, God, Lord, I just pray that you just push this this vessel of flesh to the side, God, and just use me as a willing vessel, God, to to bring your word, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God, Lord. I just praise you, God. Lord, just touch me, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So, here, Nicodemus. Nicodemus. He's a he's a he's a powerful man. He's a he's a he's a powerful and a kind of a guy of a great stature in in the Jew, in the Jewish culture. He's a, he's part of the he's part of the Sanhedrin, the the Jew, Jewish ruling council, and so he's a he's a respected man of of the Jewish culture. Uh, yet in yet he 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 wants to he, he sees what Jesus is doing, and, and he he wants to meet with him. He 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 sees he sees everything he's done and, and in verse two he says uh, he says for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him so he recognizes he recognizes a, a power in Jesus but he, he's not quite sure what it is and uh, so so he wants to meet with him but but he's only willing to meet with him at night because he he's a man of of great of great stature in the Jewish culture so he's worried his flesh is worried about. His flesh is worried about what what others would would say if they see him meeting with with Jesus being a controversial figure to uh, to the Jewish culture, and so so some I know I know I've I've been here I know many of you all have too. Our flesh we we worry we worry about 
what others are going to think of us. Our, our flesh worries, but his spirit, his spirit knew that he needed to talk with Jesus. So, so, but he wasn't willing to meet with him unless it was at night because his, his, he was worried about his worldly reputation other than his spiritual reputation. And that, that's what you need to be worried about, your spiritual reputation, because what, what we have in this world, it's going to be nothing whenever, whenever, whenever we're done living here. So we need to get our spiritual reputation in line and, and just throw away that worldly reputation because it doesn't mean anything. But no, no matter the reason why they met at night, Nicodemus, he had some questions that only Jesus could answer. So he, uh, you know, if, if they were just common questions, being a, being a person as high up as he was in the Sanhedrin and, and, uh, and knowing, knowing religion, then, then he could answer them. But these were questions that only Jesus knew the answer to. And so Nicodemus opened the conversation here, and he, he, he showed Jesus respect. He called, he called him rabbi, and, and that, that, that's respecting Jesus in, in, in Nicodemus' way. And then he, he told him, he said, For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So he, he, he gives him, he gives him a, a compliment there. You know, he, he respects it. But... Um, but uh, Jesus, whenever, whenever he gave him, whenever he gave him this, and he asked those questions, Jesus, excuse me, sorry. Nic- Nicodemus opened the conversation with Jesus by calling him Rabbi. He even acknowledged that Jesus was sent from God. The miracles Jesus had performed, that no man can do these miracles that thou doest except for God be with him. Nicodemus appeared to be asking Jesus two questions. He said, "Who are you really?" And what do these miracles mean? That, 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 that was what he was asking. But instead of answering that, Jesus, Jesus answered a question that Nicodemus had not even said. That's how well our God knows us. You know, G, Nic, Nicodemus, he, Nicodemus was not even a full follower of Jesus. He's like, you know, I see what you're doing. I respect that. You know, but, but I'm not going to give you my full interest and my full faith. So Jesus... Jesus, he, he basically read, read Nicodemus's mind there and answered the question that he hadn't even thought to ask. That's how well our God knows us. Even, even someone who isn't a full follower of him, he knows what we're thinking. He knows what we're thinking. He, he, knows, he knows everything. And so rather, rather than ask, answering the questions that Nicodemus asked him, Jesus went to the heart of the issue, and he answered the real question Nicodemus had had not even asked. Jesus told him about the new birth in John 3, 3. And uh, perhaps God, uh, God answering him in this way was, 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 showing him, was showing him that God is a, a God of second chances. You know, God delights in giving us a second chance. Well, the, question, the question came to my mind, you know, why do you think that God likes giving us second chances? And the first, the first thing that popped into my mind was, you know, I can remember being in school, and there, there was all, every time we took a test, and not, maybe not every time, but most of the time we took a test, there was a, a kid here or there that may have failed the test, and, uh, you know, and the, the teacher, the teacher would come to, come to that kid and uh, give them the option to take the test again so that, so that they may pass, you know, because a good teacher, a good teacher knows that whenever whenever a student's given a second chance, that they're, they're probably they're probably going to pass because they've already seen what they did wrong, and so they can use that to help them on the next test. 
and a good a good teacher wants all their students to pass and go to the next level. God God's the same way. God God wants all of us all of us to 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 pass. He he knows that we've all messed up. He he knows that we've all been in the trenches. And and God 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 gives us that second chance. God God loves to give us that second chance because because he he wants to see his children succeed because in the end in the end, if we've succeeded, we get to go live with Him. And we, we, get, we get to just seek Him daily. That's what we should be doing now. And just seek Him daily. So the, the, in, in the way that I look at it, I, I believe that's the, why, that's the reason why that Jesus gives us the second chance whenever we don't even deserve it. Jesus, uh, by... By, by saying all this, Jesus introduced a concept that was foreign to Nicodemus. Um, he, except being born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus, he answered Nicodemus' unasked question, and he told him, he said, you must be born again. Nicodemus, he, he understood uh, religion very well. He was aware of the promise of the Messiah, and... Uh, and the Messiah would come and bring salvation to humanity. You know, that's, that's who the Jewish people are waiting on. They're waiting on the Messiah. And the Messiah, the, the definition of Messiah means anointed one. So, so Nicodemus, he was sitting there waiting on his Messiah to come. Waiting on the anointed one to come. And he, he did not even realize that the anointed one was right in front of him. He, he had no idea that, that he was already talking to the Messiah. But that just went right over his head because he wasn't spiritually in line with God. So he, he had no idea that the anointed one was right there in front of him. He, he, he missed it right there. And uh, so, so after, after Jesus told him, you know, that you must be born again if you ever, ever want to see the, the kingdom of God, you know, that was a thought that Nicodemus had never even thought about. So he, he just began to wrestle with that, you know, and it, it took him some time. He was thinking about it. He's like, he said, how? He, and... Uh, he said, he said, how can a man be born again whenever he is old? Can he, can he enter his mother's womb a second time? And see, right in, in, this, in this instance, Nicodemus, he, he, was trying, he was trying to answer a spiritual question with physical explanation. So that, and we, we do that so often. We, 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 try, to, we try to look at, uh, at, at spiritual questions or, or spiritual circumstances and like, well, that don't make sense. Well, yeah, we're not supposed to understand because all we have is physical evidence. You know, you know, we we don't we don't have everything that that God knows. We don't know everything that God knows, and, and we never will. And that that's the beauty of it all, because we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about it because God's already got it taken care of, and we we're 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 not going to understand it. We're not going to understand it because we we cannot spiritually think the way that God thinks and knows, and and that. That, that's that's just a beautiful thing to me. So, so uh, Jesus Jesus wanted Jesus wanted everyone to know that we we must be born of water and of the Spirit to see and enter the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus he 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 thought in his head being born twice, or perhaps Nicodemus cocked his head at the thought of being born twice. The, the Lord knew Nicodemus was thinking and asking in his own mind. Jesus calmly continued, I, I like this right here, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. So he said, 
don't think about it. Is it you, you've got to be born again if you want to come live with me. You, you've got to be born again. It's that simple. It's that simple. You, you must be born again. And, you know, the, going, going, back to, going back to Nicodemus thinking about the, uh, asking him, so can you enter your mother's womb a second time? The, the, the beautiful part about that is, you know, we've we're, we got to be born twice if, if, if we want to live with Jesus. We've got we to gotta be born twice. The first time, we don't get to choose. We don't get to choose about being born. We don't get to choose who our mom and daddy are. We don't get to choose who any of our family are. We don't get to choose where we're going to be born to. We don't get to choose any of that. But see, that second time that that, that second time is beautiful. That's that second time we get to choose everything. We we get to choose we get to choose where our address is going to be. It's going to be on the streets of Golden Heaven. We we get to choose who our father's going to be. It's going to be Jesus. We we get to choose all of that. We we get to choose we get to choose everything. We get to choose everything. Mm, and th- that that right there that is that's the that's the beautiful part of it to me, you know, because that because that second birth that you want to do that. You it's in your spirit you want to do that. And it it's just a it's a that's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you Jesus. I can I can feel him up here. He's Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. You, you've got to you've got to be willing to share Jesus's message. You got to be willing to share the message with people because you you don't want to get up there and the house next door to you is empty. No, you, you want some neighbors to be there with you. You, you want you want you want to bring everybody to heaven that you can, and you, and you got to make it your job to share. Hey, you got to be born again of water and of spirit. You you've got to go down in that watery grave. And if any if, if anybody in here hasn't done it, we, we can get you before you leave today. So so uh, so so we. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that you have a chance. I know, I know, Pastor, Pastor will make sure you have a chance before we leave today. But uh, yes, sir. But uh, you know, chances are, I know I don't. Y'all may. We don't in our world today. We don't know anybody named Nicodemus, right? But but we have plenty. We got plenty of. Uh, we got plenty of Dallases and Wesleys and and Chrises and Lindsays. And 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 all we got pl- we got plenty of those and you know everybody everybody at work everybody everybody that you run into you know you you may be the I've I've heard it said many times I, I heard it I heard it this morning in the ministers meeting you may be the only Bible that somebody ever sees and uh, and and you you've got you've got to be you've got to be walking for God because you may be the only time that that person gets to look at the Word of God and if you're not if they know that you're a a follower of Christ and of God, and uh, and and they see the way that you're living. Why why would I want to do that? You know, if you if you're living if you're living a bad, uh, a false Christian life, you know that that's just going to turn people away and get them hurt. So you you've got to be careful, and you've got to be willing to spread the message. <clears throat> in in a uh, in Acts chapter ten, there was a Gentile soldier, his name Cornelius, and he, and he had a, he had a hunger for God. And uh, the angel of God instructed Cornelius to send men to Joppa to the house of, of uh, Simon the Tanner because Simon Peter was staying there. Simon Peter would tell Cornelius how to be saved and get right with God. When the preacher arrived at the soldier's house, Peter made a powerful, bold declaration of truth. And it said, of, of truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation that he feareth him and worketh righteous and is accepted of him. 
That's Acts chapter 10, 34 and 35. And um, you ask anyone whose life the Lord has transformed, and you will find that God meets us where we are. He, he meets us where we are. I, I can remember, I can remember uh, it was a, a, Friday, a Friday night revival. And uh, is the the night that I received the night that I received the Holy Ghost, a, fr- a Friday night revival. You know, I, I was, I was, I was in the trenches, and uh, and I, I walked up. I got out of the pew, walked to the altar. I threw my hands in the air. I was crying. I said, "Lord," I said, "Give me more." I said, "I want more," and and he he gave he gave me more. He he touched me, and I. I received I received the Holy Ghost that night, and that, you know he, he met me where I was. He came down to the level that I was at, and and he did that for everyone in here. And if he hasn't, he'll do it for you. But you got to be willing to get out of those seats and walk up here. You you you've you've got you've you've got to be willing to get out of those pews that you're sitting in. Nobody's going to take your seat when you get out of it. You you come up here, and and you put your hands up, and and you tell God that you want more, and He's going to give you more. He's never going to give you more than you can handle, but he's going to give you more. He's, he's going to make sure that you have everything that you need, and that's what he's done for me, and he can do it for you too. Part, and, uh, you know, part, part of maturing, it happens through asking questions. You know, there's so many times I, I can think of off the top of my head. I got a, I got a little niece. She's, uh, almost, she'll be five in August. And uh, it almost seems her favorite word is why, Daddy. Why? Why is this like that? You know, why is the grass green? Why is the sun out today? You know, why, 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 why? You know, it's just, it's just silly questions. But you know what? She don't know. She's, she's new with this life. And she don't know everything that we know. And the only, way that, the only way that she will know is if we take the time to tell her and to teach her. So, so... Be open to open-ended questions, you know, because and and the same the same thing happens the the same thing happens with the word of God. You know, there there may be there may be Christians who just came into this walk of life, you know, and they're going to ask the questions. Well, why is it important to be baptized? Why is it important to to live a holy life? Why is it important to do this? Why is it important to come to church on Sunday and Wednesday nights? Why is it important to surround yourself with other godly people and other, other godly influences? You know, why, 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 why? Why is it important? That's what they want to know. And, you know, and we've got to take the time to sit down with them. You know, have a Bible study at your house. Come, come to extra, extra events at the church in, in, order, in order to meet with people and, and just build a relationship with them and let and and in building that relationship with them, they're gonna, you're gonna help them build a relationship with Jesus, and that, that we, we've got, we've got to have that, we've got to have that, and thank you, Jesus. Whew. And God, God, we've got to be strong enough to to help people, and help them build a relationship. But you've also got to maintain your relationship with God. You, 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 can't, you can't be too busy. It's great, great to help people. You've got to do that. But you can't be too busy helping people to where your, your spiritual tank is drained. So, so, so you, you, have got, you have got to take the time to spend, to spend with Jesus and, and, and talk to him. You know, all, all the men in here, 
How do you think your wife would like it if you didn't talk to her all day, every day? You know, she's not, she's not going to be, she's not going to be too happy with you at the end of the day, right? And uh, the same, the same things with, the same things with God, you know, he, he wants to, he wants to hear from his children every single day. Your wife wants to hear from you every single day. Every single day, God wants to hear from us. Even if it's just for a minute, talk to him. Talk to him when you're driving down the road. Talk to him. Talk to him when you're in line trying to get you a McDouble. I mean, you know, you you, you just got you've got to talk to him. Talk to him whenever you can get the chance. Um, hallelujah. <laughs> when we look again at the answer Jesus gave Nicodemus, we see how Scripture further explains it. The gospel, the gospel, or the good news saves us. Gospel. The gospel message declares Jesus was born. He died at Calvary, and he resurrected from the grave on the third day to bring the opportunity for salvation to all humanity. The gospel shows us the hope of a new life as we respond to the gospel through new birth experiences. John, I'm going to read John 10.10. John 10.10, it says, The thief cometh to not, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that thou might have life and have it more abundantly. That that right there, that's that's a powerful, short little verse. That's a that's a powerful that's a powerful piece of scripture. The the devil doesn't want anything 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 for in our life to prosper. He wants he wants to drag us down with him. He wants us to be miserable with him. But God. But God, 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 God wants us to be wants us to be walking with him every every single day. And the only way that we can do that is you got to be born again. You got to go down in the watery grave and you got to receive the gift of the of the Holy Spirit. That's that's what you've got to do to to get to live with Jesus. The, The death, burial and resurrection of Jesus is symbolized in our lives through the act of repentance, baptism and receiving the Holy Ghost. When we repent of our sins, we recognize we must die out to our sins. Romans six through seven Romans six six through seven reads, Knowing this that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should receive we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. We're gonna live in sin until we die. We're, we're going to always be in sin. But whenever, whenever we go down in that watery grave, that's, that's our flesh. That's our flesh dying right there. And so, so whenever we go in that watery grave, our flesh dies, and then we can be freed from sin. But it's not, it's not going to be a cakewalk. You, you, you've, got, you, you've got to put some effort into it. You've got to put some effort into it and maintain a relationship. But that, that's, that, that's, just, that's just a wonderful thing to know that, hey, if if we're if we're not happy with our with our with our life that we're living right now with our with our worldly life with our flesh that we live every single day we can do something about it but you've got to be willing to do something about it you got to be willing you got to be you got to be willing to yes it's a choice that's right you you got you got to go down in that water it's essential it's essential just as Jesus rose from the grave to new life we rise from the waters of baptism of new life. Paul continued in Romans 6. Therefore we are buried with him in baptism into death. That like as Christ 
was raised up from the dead, but the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life, for we have been planted together in the likeness of death. We, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. It's Romans 6, 4 through 5. Identifying with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is, is what Jesus referred to as the life, as, as the new life during his, during his discussion with Nicodemus. Being born of water happens at a water baptism, and being born of spirit happens at spirit baptism. You've got to have both of them. You've, you've got to have both of them. And, you know, whenever, whenever, we, uh, whenever we get baptized, so, some may think, you know, well, I got, I got baptized. You know, it, it, it's, I, I did it. It's over. You know, good job. No, <laughs> that's not even close. That, that is the very beginning. That is the very beginning. That is where you start your foundation, right there. You, you come up from that water. What, what, hey, what, what, do you need, what do you need in order to make concrete? You've got to have water. And what's concrete? Concrete is a firm foundation. So you, you, got, you have got to, you've got to start your foundation by going down in that water. Because, because with, with, without, without water, concrete is just a powdery substance in a bag. That, that's all it is. Without water, we're just, we're just a lump of flesh walking around. We're, we're worthless. We're worthless until we go down in that water. Concrete's worthless until you put some water in it and you stir it up. And see, whenever we go down that, whenever we go down in that water, something stirs up in our spirit, and we're and we're ready, we're ready to share it. We're ready to share it with everybody that we come across, whether they want to hear it or not. We're we're gonna give it to them, and uh, so you water. We, we've got to have it. We got to have it to live. We got to have it to make strong foundations. You, you've got to have it. There's no other way around it. And, and you you don't just sprinkle it on that concrete either. You got to be immersed in it. You, 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 you've got to be immersed in it. You, you, can't, you can't just sprinkle it. You've got to go down. But uh, anyways. Um, hallelujah, Jesus. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll read this here and start, start closing. We'll see how it goes. If, I, if I'm able to finish. Um, it, this right here, I, I'm a, I'm gonna read a uh, read read this this just just think about this as I read it. It's a th- this illustration. He he was brash. He was brash. Most every time he would start to speak, some of those around him would cringe. His impulsiveness had been on display several times in their short time together. Knowing the type of man he had been. It, it was miraculous to see the man, of, the man he became. His name was Simon Peter. He was quite the character during these three and a half years he spent with Jesus and the other disciples. One minute he could be sociable, engaging, and, sociable and engaging, and the next he was almost repulsive in, the mannerisms, in his mannerisms and speech. He vowed to follow Jesus to death, only, deny, only to deny him three times within a few hours. In a moment of angry frustration, Peter drew a sword and cut off the ear of one of the men who came to arrest Jesus. So, right there, you ask yourself, how does a man like that, how does a man like that come, become such an anointed preacher, writer, that he was? 
you know, he was he was hot headed. I mean, he he was he was hot headed. You cut somebody's ear off with a sword. That's that's hot headed. And so 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 you you take somebody like that, and 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 you see all the great things he did. How did he do that? One simple answer: He was born again. He he was put down in that water, and he was born again. God God can take any of us through any situation that we're in, and and he'll make you brand new. You 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 you, you get baptized today, and if you if if you if you truly repent and you you truly want to start living for God and you 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 truly want to start this new life you get baptized today you go to work tomorrow they may not recognize you you know you know hey you wasn't like that on Friday what happened I'll tell you what happened Jesus came into my life you know Jesus Jesus came that that's what happened that's what happened Jesus came and touched me and, and he can do the same thing for you you, you don't you don't have to revi- you don't have to rely on all those on all those artificial highs because there 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 ain't no high like the Most High and and, that, and that's that's Jesus Je- Jesus is the Most High you don't you don't have to rely on on that stuff that you're taking to, to get you through every day or that stuff that you're drinking to get you through every day because because there, there's there's not a high like the Most High and thank you Jesus. So that's that that's that's the importance. That's the importance of being born again. We we you gotta have it. There's there's no way around it. You gotta be baptized in water and of spirit. And and you've got to mean it too. It, you you've got to mean it in your heart. Anybody can go up there any anybody can go up there and get dunked down in that water, but if you don't truly mean it, if you don't truly mean it then you just taking a bath. Let's just take, and you know, whenever, whenever, whenever you take a bath, you got to take a bath the next day because you get dirty, right? But whenever Jesus cleans you, it only takes one time. When, whenever, whenever Jesus cleans you, it only takes one time. But if, but, if, but if man cleans you, if man dunks you in that water and you don't mean it, you, you're going to be there tomorrow too. I hate to tell you, but you are. Well, um. Is coming coming to a close here. I know it's a little a little short, but uh, but uh, I, I I hope I hope that uh, I hope that something said stuck with you and uh, you you carry it on and carry carry the same carry the same and uh, atmosphere and environment into the eleven o'clock service because I know I know Pastor has a uh, has a, a wonderful word prepared for us and I'm excited to hear it and I I hope that I hope that every everybody everybody came. And if, if came willing to willing to listen to it, and if there's anybody, I'm gonna say it again. If there's anybody in here who wants to be baptized today, because because it's it's you've got to have it. You've got to have it. You 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 may have been baptized another way, but if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, we we can get you baptized today. We we can get you baptized today. Just just come just come to the pastor and let him know. We'll we'll get you in a robe back there, and you can walk walk into that watery grave. That that's just just let us know. Nobody knows unless you let us know. So, hallelujah. I'm a, I'm gonna end with a prayer. Lord, I just thank you, God. Thank you, thank you for your thank you for your spirit, God. Thank you for for just anointing us in this room today, God. Lord, I just pray that you just touch the 
touch the ears and the, and the hearts of everybody out here that received your word, God. Lord, I just pray that I pray that you just let it work in them, God. Lord, I just pray if there's anybody in the in the room this evening or this morning, God, that hasn't received your gift of baptism, God, Lord, I, and the Holy Spirit, God, I just pray that I just pray that you just do a work in them, God, and you just put it in their spirit, Lord, to to go down into that water this morning, Jesus. Lord, I just praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.